today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. The Hamilton Police Services uh, had their meeting uh, yesterday, or Friday rather, uh, and late last week we talked with uh, the chair, Councillor Lloyd Ferguson, about a couple of different things. One of them uh, was about the uh, statistics that came out that said the use of carding and street checks has decreased dramatically to almost zero. I think there were six or something like that last year, uh, as opposed to uh, 4,800 of them back in 2012. And uh, Councillor Ferguson and many others in the community are saying, well, if we're not doing those anymore, are we less safe as a result of this? Well, it did come up at the police services board meeting. Uh, the other issue that came up was uh, filling the position of chief and uh, some of the discussion about exactly how that would work in some of the duties. So uh, to get some clarity on that, we want to bring uh, Councillor Ferguson back onto the program. Uh, Councillor Lloyd Ferguson, of course, from Ancaster, and also the chair of the Hamilton Police Services Board. Lloyd, thank you for the time. It's great to have you with us today. Glad to be on, Bill. Thank let's, you. Let's, let's talk about the staffing issue, first of all, because uh, uh, with, uh, of course, uh, Ken Weatherill, the uh, deputy chief, leaving and going up to Barrie, retiring from the Hamilton Force and going up to Barrie to uh, take the same position up there, you had a gap there. Now, you had talked some months ago about the possibility of making that an administrative position as opposed to a police position. Um, how did you guys come? Now, you, you've come up with some solution. I guess you don't have names for this yet, but what have you decided to do? Okay. Um First of all, uh, there was a subcommittee uh, put together by the board of three members of the board, of which I was one. So it was um, Madeline Levy, the vice chair, and and so was um, Don. And so um, we've met about five times, and we interviewed uh, people from correctional services about whether or not we could do this. Uh, we interviewed the retired uh, chief administrative officer from Peel, because they actually have one. We interviewed uh, our legal counsel about what we can and can't do under the Police Services Act. And, of course, we have to uh, make sure the chief will buy into this. So we had a couple meetings with Eric Gert to go over what our plan was. And our plan is to, um, you know, somehow get our arms around this whole administrative side. Uh, you know, uh, should a, a sworn officer who spends his entire career uh, focusing on public safety as they should, is he seasoned, he's seasoned enough to have, for example, the financial people report to him because they don't read balance sheets and income statements and and review auditor statements and prepare budgets uh, while they're on the street. And so should those type of tasks be done with uh, a chief administrative officer? And, and other tasks like uh, HR, IT, and running the many facilities that we have, should that not be an administrator rather than a sworn officer? So after a lot of discussion, we took a recommendation of the board on Friday, which was uh, unanimously supported. And we're going to go ahead and recruit now a second deputy. We're going to keep that position um, a few reasons. Number one, the workload of running the whole sworn operation would be just too high for one person, the, the deputy chief, if he had one. Second of all, when people get up over 30 years of experience in policing, uh, which is the case when you go to get to chiefs and deputy chiefs, they get a significant number of holidays. And we got to make sure we got a strong enough command to make sure that uh, things are fine well. Uh, either the chief or one of the deputies are off uh, on vacation or leave or off on professional development. And thirdly, uh, we like to promote from within. It's probably appropriate to have two people to choose from within rather than just one. I think it, it uh, generates a little more competition and gives us a little more selection. So uh, we've decided to go ahead and fill the deputy position. We're also going to be recruiting a chief administrative officer. Now, both these positions are hired by the board. So uh, we will be doing the interviews. We, we've, uh, in a resolution, approved the rehiring of a recruitment firm, same one we used for Eric's position and Dan Casella's position. 
to start the recruitment process and post it. Uh, we're going to go both internally and externally for the deputy this time, and the same with the uh, chief administrative officer. Uh, we'll be uh, starting that process very shortly and probably be interviewing for both those positions come um, August, September. Uh, there will be no impact to the budget because we will be eliminating another senior position within the service. I can't talk about that now because it involves identifiable individuals. They need to know first. And uh, uh, But there's general support amongst association generals and, and very much supported by the chief to go this route. So all three individuals, the de- both deputies and the chief administrative officer, will revert to the chief of police. as um, it's It's a new structure. And, and something that puts a focus in. And, and generally, anybody who's a civilian employee will now report to the chief administrative officer. And uh, he'll also make sure that uh, they're being protected and, and uh, their voices are heard right up to the board uh, through his position within the organization. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.